It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in episode number 386 of Jobbing Out. 386, boys. That the combined weight of the people AJ picked up. Hey, look at you getting it on the first bounce. Look at you. Yes, Tony Nice, Aria Davari, a combined. 386 pounds of man. Unbelievable. Unreal. All right, uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and we believe at some point uh, we will be indeed joined by Hit Row's own top dollar here in just a few minutes to talk about his in-ring debut on NXT this week, um, which frankly sucked. It was awful. I was going to say, he before he gets be, on, we need to t- talk about how awful it was. Yeah, he should be ashamed of himself. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to get another opportunity, frankly. I think this was probably it. It's one of those rolled out there. are everything. Yep. You drop the ball. Roll it out there, see what happens. It's terrible, and then you just move on. And that's a shame, but I guess it means he'll be available for us more often, so that's good news. And at um, least at least Hit Row still has Swerve, so you know. Right, correct. At least they have someone who's still any good. Um, no, nah, it was amazing. Of course, obviously, uh, 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 very rare that you know something anything happens in pro wrestling, and unanimously it it meets the approval of professional wrestling fans. And kind of crazy that it uh, it happens to involve a buddy of ours. But um, I mean, awesome, just awesome. And by the way, if it did it. I would still be into this. Well, no. I don't know if I would have bought the T-shirt. Right, but no, ev- wasn't in it. Ev- everybody. <laughs> I like the T-shirt. Yeah, but no, I don't no, no. buy any wrestling but, T-shirt. But the point being, like, I sur- I literally went and searched both Top Dollar and Hit Row on Twitter on Wednesday night just to see, just to you know, let me, let me get a feel for whether or not we're reacting a certain way because this involves someone we know or whether or not this really is as cool as we think it is, and unanimously. I mean, it's unanimous. Like, it, the, there are some super nitpicky things that people be like, I liked it, but, you know, there's a little bit of that. But, oh, it's unbelievable how much people are into this and uh, really happy for him. Well, not really. I don't like him. But uh, we'll say that we're really happy for him because yeah. that's what we're supposed to say because it was amazing. So yeah, he'll join us at at some point. Let's knock out a couple of things before wait, we wait, do wait, that. wait, 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 real quick. By the way, I knew that I wasn't just thinking that because he was my friend. Do you know why I knew that? Why is that? I'm in the music business. Do you know how many fucking people are like, bro, my band? Check out my band. Like, I have been completely stripped of liking things because people are my friends. Um, yeah, I try to think of something. I try to think of anything that I've... Opened. I am so desensitized to that at this point that, like, I know the difference between when something is, like, resonating with me and when I'm yeah. just happy for my buddy. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I, I get that. I, I don't know that I know any... that I have any successful friends that I genuinely... Like, I had a... 
I had a weird bit for you know. I think uh, I think a lot of people know. I'm friends with um, my buddy Zach is in the very popular band All Time Low, and when I first met Zach, not a bit. I was aware of their existence. I didn't know a single All Time Low song, and for a little while, I just played along. <laughs> like I just played along because I knew they were really popular. And Zach was this unbelievably nice guy that like showed up at an event of mine and was like, "Oh, dude, I listen to you." Like, like I was like, "What the, what the, what is this world?" Um, now, as it turns out, they make amazing songs, and I'm way in. Um, but like for a little while, I just didn't know. I had no idea. I knew he was very popular, and I knew that his band was very successful. And I was just like, "Yeah, sure." I, I, I'm trying. Is there anybody else that I'm that I'm that I'm friends with that I'm not that success? Like, it's one thing when like you're you're. You have a friend who's in a band and you're like, oh, no. But they're like, nobody else cares either. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really have but, to. But, pre- but music is very subjective and it doesn't ma- Like, something doesn't have to be popular to be good. I don't know. I don't disagree with that. There's, there are, there are, I have friends that are in very good bands that just aren't that popular. But I'm, I'm talking specifically about someone who was doing something that was relevant enough that you had to have an opinion about it, right? Like, that, it's one thing if some, if you got a buddy who's in a band who's like, "Hey man, come out and see my band," and you're, we're playing at, you know, Captain Geach's Shrimp Shack on. Uh, but are on you Friday able to night. tell him his band sucks? To to his face? Yes, I've done it. I don't know if I'm able to do that. I don't know. I, say, I, don't, I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah. I haven't said your band sucks. I've said I don't see it. <laughs> and listen, the people were cool. I mean. Like, they, you didn't. The, the, you you did wrong you people didn't, you are going to be mad about that, but yeah. at least I'm being honest. You didn't book AJ to play at Ramshead. But I've always thought his music was good. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between will 500 people pay pay for tickets and I think you missed your something. chance. I think uh, I think that might Well, no, you're right about that. Yeah. Well, now by I was the way, all of book my, hit row. Yeah. Yeah, well, I want to. And by the way, all of my not all of my, but a lot of my favorite bands fall into that category of people that are great that yeah, right. no, I hear sell you. 500 tickets. God, I, I got to really think about if I've ever told someone they sucked. I definitely, I, oh. I, I, I say it with, I got, with I got more set up, class than I got set up once. Oh, my God, I got set up once. We were doing the morning show, and um, there was a guy on the afternoon show who had a band. And my my co-host on the morning show was like, hey, man, I just heard this new tune and I want to know what you think. And I was like, all right. So he starts playing the song and on the air, I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> like this, this is and I had no idea who it was. And, and this is not something that we, we, we did this regularly enough with like bands that we liked where we'd be like, hey, what do you think of a little bit of this song that um it, I didn't think it was a setup. I didn't think I was being set up. And he was like, "Oh no, that's 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 Alan McCallum's band. That's E.M. Spencer." And I'm like, "Oh no, no!" <laughs> and I knew he heard it, and I knew. And so, and as it turns out, his band was actually oh, like, I'm I'm not gonna oversell. They're pretty good. They're they're okay. Like they're they're they, this was a bad song for him to choose to play for me on this particular morning. But that was but awkward because he immediately started texting me. <laughs> like immediately. And then I had to play like, oh no, it was a setup. I wanted to embarrass you. Like I had to pretend like the whole thing was a setup when it was. I just wasn't <laughs> in on it. I was in no ways in on the setup. So but no, it was it's great. We'll talk more about that. But let's knock out a couple other things. Um there's some big news in AEW world. We'll talk about that later on in the show. I thought the thing that got the most reaction over the course of the week, I'm I'm befuddled by, frankly. 
I'm and and again, this might just go to who I am as a professional wrestling fan, and and maybe there's an area where I can understand it. As I told you guys a couple weeks ago, blood and guts isn't for me anymore, and I I don't I'm not condemning it. I'm the idea that it set the professional wrestling world back thirty years. I think is 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 way over the top. I mean, it's obviously crazy, but I, I it's not for me, and I'm I'm confused by it. What I'm also confused by is the reception to a zombie lumberjack match. <laughs> I'm very confused by that. Not because it made sense. It didn't make sense. It was obviously nothing more than a play on a, a, a corporate partner that could have worked. Like, you, if you had just put a little bit of work into it. Do something with Alexa. Yeah, I don't even know that it, I don't know that it requires Alexa. I actually think you could have made it work in this context better if you had just presented the idea that, like, Damian Priest was a big fan of the show or something. Like, if you did anything to suggest you're having Damian Priest get to choose his, you know, whatever he wants to do for this match, and he says a lumberjack match, if he would have said then, but the lumberjacks are going to be a little bit different or something like that, and Damian Priest was in on it, I actually think you can pull it off completely sure. in that way and and not make it so you know, it's kind of ha- heavy-handed the way that you introduced it. That being said, how do you watch professional wrestling? Right. How is it that you watched The Undertaker for 20 years, for more than 20 years, and you were in on it, and you loved it, and then when when the Lumberjacks were zombies, all of a sudden this is embarrassing and and whoever the it was it Dave LaGreca loses his effing mind about it on a uh, an I was XM surprised radio he show. Lost his mind like, he's not normally the one to do that. Like what is that? What is the reaction to this match of all of the things that happen in professional wrestling? This is the one we're wringing our hands about. I did I think it was the greatest thing I've ever seen? Like no, I thought it was it was silly and the match. Ended up being fine, and unfortunately, the Miz got hurt in the process, which is terrible news. Um, but like, to be angry about this, of all things, this is the thing you're angry. Not only do I not think it's not worth getting angry about, if if you asked me to put it on a scale, I would have it above a five. I don't, I don't think it would be an eight, but it wouldn't even be more negative. I'm more positive than negative about it because I watch professional wrestling. And this is the type of shit that happens in professional wrestling. It was an eye roll for me. I mean, it wasn't good. I I, I didn't. I I didn't really want to see that, but I'm not offended by it in that sense. Like, what, what do you mean by it wasn't good? Like, what is it that that's not good? I mean, it was just like like I said, it was just silly. I I mostly I'm going to use a Glennism here. I mostly nothing it. Okay, well, I'm, I'm I totally understand nothing. Yet. It's it's part of wrestling. It's not really what I enjoy about wrestling, but it wasn't like so bad that I had to say something about it. I don't know. I was just kind of like they do dumb stuff like this sometimes. It's kind of dumb. There's but, nothing but offensive I, about it. But I, to me, I don't understand why it wasn't entertaining. Like it was silly, well, but wait, it was what entertaining. Was entertaining about it. It was. That, that's my thing. I don't think it was done well. Why do you not think it was done well? I'm, what was it? What do you think was it? I I don't. I, I mean, didn't it, find it. Didn't it make I, me laugh. I absolutely it didn't make me laugh a couple. Of I times. absolutely thought their interaction, <laughs> the the Miz losing his mind 
and being terrified of the zombies absolutely worked. I thought it was, you know, when they ate John Morrison and yes. him from behind. Yeah, All no, of- the, I will tell you this: the one thing that I think was generally funny, and you know, actually, I'm going to side with you a little bit on this, Glenn, and kind of call some people out because normally, if this was at a fucking indie show. People would be like, "Oh, that's so wrestling. This is so funny that the the, the zombies we're, know the rules of the match." What they're that, mad that part was hilarious. They're specifically <laughs> mad about the fact that it was tied to some corporate partnership. Which, by the way, they didn't even lay on all that heavy during the course of the match. Other than the the right the, well, the I, I think, arrow I think shoot at the end. Yeah, I, I think it's twofold. I think one you you kind of touched on, and that that it didn't make sense to do it here. Not that zombies could ever really make it, but you know, we had zombies back at the, whatever they, what was a Halloween havoc. And you know, rap, they, right? they set it up with the haunted yeah. house, with everything tied and into Loomis, right. with, with Loomis. Like there was stuff that made sense. There's no world that on Sunday you could have ever thought that a Miz versus Damien priest match would have involved zombies. Right. But it, unless, okay. In that, I'd separate two it, things it, here. Those in, are the, two in the context, straight, non-mystical, non-weird characters. You know, the Miz is weird. It's a different he, type of weird, but he's, he's weird. He can be silly, right. but he's not weird. Well, but you're you're defining weird as being um, uh, a science mystical, fiction. whatever, right. something you're, outside you're, of the you're, norms. You're putting it. You're wrestling. putting weird into the sci-fi realm. But there would be absolutely nothing wrong with Damian Priest thinking, I I know. I know these this group of guys that can be lumberjacks. They also happen to be zombies, and that'll really fuck with the Miz. There's nothing in my mind that's at, that's wrong with that at all. Now they didn't do that part of it, and I think they should have. I think they should have done a bare minimum amount of work, which literally, even after you, if you didn't decide you were doing this until the day before, you could have taped something for the start of the show saying, "Did I say it was a, a lumberjack match? Because it's not just a lumberjack match." I got a very special. You could have done something yeah. just to add and, and in. By the that, way, clearly they knew ahead of time what was going on, right? Because they taped the match ahead of time. Like, well, not just taped the match, but they, you know, they announced the stipulation on Monday or whatever. Well, they, they announced it was a lumberjack match. They might have decided right. they, later they on in the week that that they needed to do this partnership thing with um, with whoever. That's when they said, I think "Well, the only reason it was a lumberjack match was the whole time it was the zombie thing." They knew you, that. But Monday you're just saying that you have no idea if that's true or not. There, there's no reason for it to be a lumberjack match otherwise. Why not? It's a weird stipulation. There's been a million lumberjack matches. He chooses a lumberjack match. What, what stipulation would have made Rage. sense based on the storyline? No, it actually, it actually made sense because he ran away from him the week. Yes, before. yeah, it's you're okay. trying too hard. It made more sense from a heel picking or a face picking a thing. Wait, what? I said a cage match would have made sense. I mean, they, they did a cage match on NXT. Uh, you know what I mean? But they, they could have done a cage. But that's you're making it seem like it's like that, that it's obvious. It's not obvious. Is it possible? It's possible. But there's absolutely zeros that suggest that it's obvious. It's just you saying that to say it, which is just fine. I get it. We do plenty of that on this show. I mean, I'm, like, I'm not trying to pretend like I don't do that, too. Um, I have no idea when they introduced it, but once they knew they were doing it, whenever it was, yes, there was one step more they could have taken in order to close that loophole, but even separate that. Brandon's a thousand percent right about this. When we do these things at indie shows that make no goddamn sense, that are just doing it for the sake of doing it, we say, that's 
awesome. That's what we love about professional wrestling. And yes, I, as a wrestling fan, prefer to not just do things for the sake of doing them. I prefer for them to be tied in. But once they exist, I judge it based on that. And there is nothing about this that was embarrassing or pathetic or belittled someone or didn't fit with having that play out in the middle of the ring at the end of the match absolutely fits with as silly as we've known Miz and Morrison to be. They didn't do it to, you know, insert name here that's a character that they've tried to protect from this type of stuff. They did it to the exact people that you would have them, you know, do it to. All of it was accepting what they apparently had to do it fairly logical in that way. I... I I'm disconnected from the offensive part of this. See, I'm not. I'm kind of with you. I don't find it offensive. I just think they did it really badly. Honestly, that that's my disconnect with it. I, and I'm still confused by the really badly part. I'm I'm just I'm confused by that. I just I did I didn't find it nearly as entertaining as you did. That's just me. I, for what the, the, by the way, I didn't. didn't with and me. by the way, I didn't say it was a ten. <laughs> I'm saying I'm, not, yeah, I, I'm saying I was I, I would say it was a, a three. I, and I and I like, think that's, that's nuts. I think that's nuts. What is the standard for that? Like if we're saying that anything above five is something that I was entertained by, and anything below five is something I wasn't entertained by, I was not that entertained by it. I just wasn't. It it didn't hit for me. Do, do you, it, you know? Do you like any silly matches? Yes, I do. So this what is the difference? Hit. Why this one didn't hit? You're not explaining that though. I don't know why it didn't hit. It for me, it did not hit. Like I did not find it entertaining. It I happens think, sometimes. I think Glenn's just, are... try, Glenn, Glenn's just trying to point out that there's like a narrative that people collected to. I I, I think this is sort an, of explaining. That's the point. Like, I have not gotten I, anyone I explaining to me what. Good. That's all. The, that's the, all. People love silly things in professional wrestling. I do. Except but for I don't love this. Every single silly thing they've ever done. Well, I don't know that you have to but love you, every. Uh, I but you're not. Point you're not explaining like, it. You're I, just I'm saying not I didn't. Out Aaron specifically, maybe a tiny little bit. But a lot of people will like go to indie shows and watch like the Invisible Man wrestle. Yes. And and Michael Jackson and like right. And, and I'm, mean, again, which is why. And there are some silly things I've loved. I've loved silly things on WWE. This specific silly thing I, I would, didn't work for I me. I would just, I, 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 again, I would understand that if you could explain it to me. But that's what I'm missing. Well, I'm, I'm, if, if I say, I mean, if I can tell you just, and like, can you, everything you didn't like, can you explain why you didn't like? Or is there some things that's just like, eh, that I just don't think that was No, that but great. then normally I call myself out for that. Normally the first thing I do is I say, this must say something about me because I don't get it. Right. Like either I can explain it like I can explain why I don't like Cody Rhodes. And I've done that for some time. Um, I can. Wait, you don't like Cody Rhodes? I know it's What's news here. Right. I can explain most of the things that I say I don't like when I when I can't. I say there must be something wrong with me because okay. I, well, I okay, can't well, define how about, it. How about this then? I don't think it was a pro yeah, again, partially because they had absolutely zero build to this besides a completely straight build as far as no sci-fi elements. And then they added zombies to it. So I don't think it, it so because of that, it, it tainted it for me because I don't think it fit. Okay. I mean, I, it, it doesn't yeah. tell me why you didn't like the match. I mean, it doesn't tell me why you didn't I mean, like the, the, the match itself. And, was, and, and that does it not seem nothing. it was nothing. And then because it was nothing and added to something where I don't think it was appropriate, it goes down below the five. To me. Yeah, I did. I, it was an entertaining match. It was a fun segment. It was a neat part of a show that otherwise was kind of, you know, just a show that happened. 
Um, it 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 was silly. Silly is good. Why, I like. Why was it a show that just happened? Why is it a nothing show? Are you gonna go through every match? Explain why you didn't like? it? No, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it was just sort of a show where nothing really happened. Like I didn't say I didn't like the show. I think the show was fine. I think it was a wrestling show, and part of my wrestling show is I like things that are silly, and this was good and silly. I like our truth. I I like silly constantly in professional wrestling. I think there should be more silly in professional wrestling. This was silly. As I said, I think it could have been better. I think it didn't take much work in order to make it better. But the I, this this thing where it was was bad or awful or my god, even worse than that, the way it's being described, I I'm I'm so befuddled, befuddled by the reaction to it. It it reeks of we think we're not supposed to like this, so we have to scream about how we don't like this, but yet no one can actually explain to me what they don't like about it. Which is why the LaGreca thing surprises me, because he's not normally that guy. I mean, this is, and I don't know, again, I've never, I'm, this is not a, I, I think they suck, This I just don't listen to that show. I don't listen to a right. lot of shows. Frankly, you know, I, I don't listen to any wrestling podcast, right. <laughs> Make that, or, or shows. I don't listen to any of them, so I'm the wrong guy. I don't know enough about him to know him. I know it got a lot of play all over the internet, and maybe that was done, maybe, maybe what I don't know about him is that, like if somebody would have said, "Oh, they do this type of thing. They want us. They want to get attention, so they have them." Do- I, I, I was. To my knowledge, that's not it, though. Again, I, which I, is why it surprised me coming from him. I was lost beyond lost, but I was lost by the social media reaction to it. I was, goddamn. And again, I wasn't watching live, so I'm seeing it all on social media. I'm like, "Oh my god, what am I going to get myself into when I sit down to watch it?" And then I sit down to watch it. And I'm like, "Oh, this is this is kind of wonderfully silly." This is this is pro wrestling. Like this is this is what I like about pro wrestling. It didn't hurt anybody. Damian Priest still came out of it looking really good and got a win over the Miz and none of it was embarrassing to me in any way. And yet I it was being I will say this. The one thing, the if I could criticize it for in one way, it's that it continues because I'm go, I'm going to take a step back from what you just said. I don't think that Damian Priest got I agree with Brandon the here. shine that he should, and I think that that's like a couple times in a row, and that at some point, now that by the way, that doesn't mean there's not plenty of time I, to do this either. I'm about, and, and, I, and I'm going to do. I'm, I think that that's the pushback that's coming to that is because people have decided they didn't like the match. If 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 you well, because separate we're talking about zombies, right? Sure. The match was fine. I just I just think no no. And, and by the way, the uh, this isn't coming from people. This is coming from me. This is my personal thought. Right. When I watched that, I legitimately said, well, there's nothing wrong with that, but I would prefer that he just killed him. I mean, I'm all for Damian Priest killing people, but like, yeah. you're not going to be able to do that every time out. That's not going to work no, that and way. I, I, and think, it, I think the part that worries me a little bit is that like, we're sort of going down... And I, again, I don't want to overstate this. I'm saying sort of and maybe and there's a glimpse of this of the worst part of when Roman of what Roman Reigns did, which is when he tried to be like this chuckle house, like funny bro guy, like that little time where Roman Reigns was like saying really shitty, cheesy lines and trying to be this well, like when, their when idea he, of a fake. Yeah, like, right. And, it, and if and if that that's what if, they're if that. Do with if that happens when he's not working with the Miz and John Morrison, 
I'm I might no, I know I no, might totally. lead yeah. into something like that. He's literally working with the Miz and John Morrison. I, I, I'm, this I is and what no, you're going to get. Fair. No, but that's all fair. I'm just saying it trickles into my brain a little. Like, okay, that's great, but at some point, we gotta. It can't be like the worst Roman Reigns character of all time. It, it gets feeling like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I, we've got to get if, back on track. If 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 that again, if we go down that road, I'll react to it accordingly. Right now, I'm reacting to name anyone who's worked with the Miz and John Morrison and didn't go that route. I mean, everyone but Roman Reigns. <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? I, I mean, I can't think of anyone where I felt cringy about it. Like I, I think it was. It's just because some people. Well, I don't can know. Do but it I don't. I don't really understand can. what. What do you feel? Con- no, he's he's saying that Miz and Morrison feuds inevitably turn up a little That's silly. That's what this is. There is no way to work with the Miz and John Morrison right. without it being silly. It's not something that can be done. Well, okay, right. That's fair. That, yes. I mean, that's the reality of it. You're going to end up doing silly when you're working with the Miz and John Morrison. Um, and and frankly, I don't. I guess it's been shadowed because most of the people that work with them are silly as well, and so. I don't think of it that, you know, it's Otis. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's the people that have sort of been feuding with them have well, been, but, but we, silly. we criticized it when it turned into Braun being silly at the right. time. Well, yep. I mean, there's a lot to criticize about everything related to Braun. I mean, it's not, yes. I mean, there's yes. a, there's a bigger issue there. And again, if it continues, if coming out of this, they think that Damian priest should be doing jokes about testicles, then yeah, I'll react to that then. Like I will, but right now I'm not. I that to me, they did what they needed to do with the Miz and Morrison, and now you go where you go with Damian Priest. And, and again, I'll react accordingly. If you end up being right, and it's a reflection of what they think about Damian Priest, that'll be a huge problem, and I'll deal with that then. But today, it's they worked a program with the Miz and John Morrison. Like this, this is how that goes. This is this is a necessary step after you did what you did with Bad Bunny to then have the Damian Priest win a match. And to cloud it, as we keep searching for a desperate reason that we didn't want to like this, to say, well, I think maybe it didn't it didn't help Damian Priest. Well, I, okay. I mean, if, we're, if this is, we're desperate. We're desperate to try to find something to back up our opinion of this because Damian Priest stood tall at the end of a match on a pay-per-view. That, I mean, he looked great. The match ended, he stood there, he looked tremendous, he looked like a million dollars, he beat The Miz, consecutive matches. Damian Priest is in a far better place today than he was a few months ago. So where are we right now? How desperate are we to come up with something to defend an opinion that we can't defend? That's what I expected. That's what I expected the response to be. That's exactly what I expected the response to be. I mean, I, this is... I'm. I, there are times, man. If you if you're into Cody Rhodes and you're not into that, I what the fuck? Is I mean, there anyone still into Cody Rhodes though? I, that, that's, I mean, I think I, I think they might be. I think they might exist. If you're defending some of this shit and and going after this, if you think Don Callis has offered something to professional wrestling and you don't like that, I got. I we're just different people, man. I don't. Maybe I just don't know what people like in professional wrestling. But the Brandon's point. Every time something like this would be tried on the independent level, there is no doubt in my mind that the reaction would be far different than what the reaction to this was. I mean, this was insane to me, the response to this thing. But just me. Just me. I I would have been interested to see what, if Miz hadn't gotten injured, what they would have done to 
to do with that. That was actually that was one of my big takeaways from it. Is like I I was really curious to see what they would do there, and now they don't have to because he's injured, which sucks. Yeah, it's a, no. There's not there's no world in which it's cool that the Miz is hurt. I don't disagree with that. All right, boys. Well, look who's here. Is it a zombie? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's a step up from that. Uh, he is a shot caller. He is the main event. 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 Oh my God! I cannot believe. Hey, uh, uh, D- AJ, do you know why this is episode number three eighty six with jobbing outs? Um, no, I don't. Tell me. Really? Oh, I got this. Aaron got it on the first try. Is that the combined weight of Tony Nese and Hey! There we go. There we go. Holy shit, man. Uh, How good do you feel right now? I feel pretty good. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, big props to to Tony and Aria. I mean, they didn't have to do what they did for me, and they did. So I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Um, At the same time, uh, this is just beginning, you know what I'm saying? This is, uh, I'm glad that I got to show my stuff, you know? I was afraid that I was gonna, you know, only, do, like, get micromanaged and only be able to do the things that they want to see and not the things that I want to do, and that didn't happen at all, so that was really cool. Because um, the one thing I definitely wanted to do was that, I call it the world's strongest wasteland, you know? It's a great, I, I, I did like uh, Wade Barrett freaking out that it was a super wasteland. Yeah, exactly. And no, and there's no better place to do it than in front of Wade Barrett. And you know, after the show, we talked, and he was like, "Man, it was so cool to be able to see it out there again." I was like, "Yeah, man. Like, I like, I think that is the most like. Some moves get passed from person to person. Oh, this is this person's finish, and then they're out of the business. Like double arm DDTs. Like, how many people have double arm DDTs been their finish? I don't understand why more people haven't used the wasteland." It's a cool move. It's a really cool move. I agree. It's a really cool move. By the the way, that was almost one of the coolest things about that was hearing Wade Barrett freaking out out on commentary like, I seen top dollar in the weight room. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My favorite thing is hearing the entire announce staff call me top dollar. <laughs> I think that's the best. That's the most underrated bit of all of this. Is like in their regular life, Vic Joseph, Wade Barrett, and uh, Beth Phoenix, none of them would ever come across the the phrase top dollar with an a <laughs> ever. And yet they find a way, and then and then now they have to say it all the time it's just it's just magic and have to really work hard to avoid the hard r like there cannot be a hard hard r R here cannot happen that there's a hard r um so okay so when we saw like like it it flashed across my screen hit row in action i was nervous i'm like oh my god wait wait who but who right like who's it gonna be it is 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 the plan like now that we know that Swerve's like kind of going after the North American belt, like is the thought that you and Tahuti are going to be working together more often? I mean, the reason we did the tag match is to let people to put the tag team division on notice to let them know what's coming. I'm, That's awesome. I'm, I mean, as of do 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 I know that I can be a singles wrestler? 
do I think I can be NXT champion or WWE champion? Absolutely. I'll say that off the mountaintops. Do I think that Tahuti can also be a singles wrestler? Absolutely. I'll say that off the mountaintops. We all know Swerve can, but like at the moment, we trying to take the world over. You know what I'm saying? That's the plan. We're trying to take the world over. And the best way to do that is, you know, everybody get belts, B. You can, you can, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that was really, really smart. Like, because that first segment obviously was awesome last week. But the question was, is this Swerve and his friends or is this a full-blown stable? And to have the first hit row match not involve Swerve and involve you two, I think was really smart and did a lot for you guys. And it was also like, you know, there's a lot of people that don't know the world and things outside of what they see on WWE TV. So, like, after we do the promo, I get, like, a a bunch of people with mentions like, oh, I don't know why this guy thinks he's so tough and bad. Like, he looks like a fanboy on WWE Most Wanted Treasures. And I'm like, wait till you some bitches see. You'll see. Don't worry. <laughs> like, 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 people re- like, people really believe that just anybody can play D-line in the NFL for five years. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So then I wanted to go out, you know, and show people right away, like, look, bro, like, when it comes to big, bad, some guns in this business, I'm at that top of that list. The other thing, too, man, I, I couldn't help but think about how many years ago were we sitting in the old studio downstairs and Tahuti had, like, just decided that he was yeah. getting into professional wrestling and we were talking about it. Like, bro, you can make fun of me all you want, but I kind of had... Uh, I got a little bit of a goosebumpy feeling. Well, we've already feeling. known the WWE listeners to this show. Correct, like, right. yo. Did, did, did you notice it was two jobs? It was the a jobbing out host teaming with a jobbing out guest, quartered by a jobbing out guest against a jobbing out guest. I mean, that's true. It was Same. all of those things. That's a great <laughs> that's incredible. Point. I didn't it even was, think about that. It was all of those things, man. Like Swerve, Tony, Neese are both definitely former guests of this show. Dude, I, I had, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you that, like, it put a tear in my eye because I would never admit that to you as a man. But, like, <laughs> it it definitely gave me goosebumps. And I and I wish the Maryland community was – I know Tahuti wasn't the player that you were. Like, I understand that. But his story is so good that, like, yeah. I, I feel like Maryland fans should probably embrace that part a little bit more. Um, like, the fact that, like, the fact that me and Tahuti aren't the main thing running on all Maryland social medias right now shows how – yeah, dumb that the people I, running those. I'm not. I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to start fights. I'm not trying to piss people off. But like, what the fuck, man? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'll. I put it out there on social media. I'm hoping some people start you to realize did. this. Yeah, you did. It's like we're literally a tag team of guys that both played football at Maryland. It, and here's the crazy. Like, I, people don't recognize that because obviously, like you said, Tahuti didn't have the career at Maryland I did, and also, you know, he was a walk-on, and we didn't play together. Like, my senior year was the year before his freshman year, so it's like, I can understand that, but at the same time, it's like, bro, yeah. it's like, we both we we both played in uh, in bowl games for Maryland, like... It's still... It's, a, it's, an, on it's an unbelievably cool Maryland story. Like, it's an unbelievably cool... No, and again, I get like Dean's done it, and you know, uh, once upon a t- it, there have been other Maryland guys that have done this, but not like this, not doing it together. <laughs> like, what an unreal cool story that is, and and just but just fucking crickets, cicadas from from the the Maryland universe. Like, what the hell, man? Like, come yeah, on, get it. Dude. They don't get understand. It. Don't worry. 
I'm I'm sure I'll get a million calls about donations that they need. Right. <laughs> yeah, we need you to help us out a little bit now that now that we Re- see recorded video TV. for the football hype video. Man, God, they be like, oh, we need to help. We need your money to help with scholarships. Uh, when I was on scholarships, I could only afford uh, turkey sandwiches. <laughs> right. So tell them, right. <laughs> tell the them hell? to go eat turkey sandwiches. What the hell, dude? It's that's a real weird bit, man. All right, so you mentioned here in last week. Dude, I, I said this. I cannot I, – I made a joke about it because, as you know, you've always said wrestling fans are very smart, and I've always been like, no, the wrestling oh. fans are the worst. That's the way it's gone for That's years. Right. It's exactly the way it's gone. But ah. wrestling fans, the most fickle human beings on the face of the planet, I searched both Hit Row and Top Dollar afterwards on Wednesday night just to find out because, as we talked about at the start of the show – Admittedly, because we know you, we're of course going to be more inclined to be excited about something. But I didn't think that was what it was. It came off, no, this is just objectively incredible. And I searched wrestling fans' tweets, and everyone unanimously is on board. How in the fuck are you pulling off that you've got wrestling fans agreeing about something? How? Because I know wrestling, bro. That's why I'm a host for a TV show where I am a historian on wrestling. I understand the biz. I understood when I came up with the idea of Hit Row that there'd never been anything like this in the history of wrestling. That's why I came up with the idea. That's why I came up with the concept. Like, people say, oh, well, you know, uh, there's other rappers. Yeah, there are other rappers, but let's, if you really look at every other rapper in the history, rapper gimmick in the history of wrestling, Okay, you got our truth. I swear to God, I swear a, to God, we're about to—we're we gonna our fight. Our truth is a good rapper, but his character isn't the "I'll beat your ass" rapper. His no, character is no. the "You should love me. I'm the cool guy" right, rapper. Right, right, right. John Cena. John Cena is an incredible rapper. People talk shit about John Cena all the time in his raps because he's just a white dude. Like, realistically speaking, bar for bar, John Cena is a good rapper. But like, are you gonna are gimmick, you gonna mention his gimmick was that he was this hard dude from and that was the point he was he was uh, from West Newberry Massachusetts and everybody was like that's not you bro you're pretending to be something you're not that's why it worked for him like that was the reason the thugonomics gimmick worked for him like but it's not this is not the same thing like this is the this di- is not the disrespect this, you're showing to Macho Man Randy Savage right now to not, not list exactly. him. <laughs> It's not Macho Man. It's not <laughs> rap is crap with Kurt Henning. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I mean, come on. Master P was there. It's, it's not. That's true. No, it's none of those things. Like, it's, it's, it's a completely different entity. And that's the thing is that people don't realize that, like, like there are, there's never been anything like this. And because of that, it's, uh, people are so shocked that we're, like, actually, like, the fact that we're actually genuinely good in the ring, too, is, like, icing. Like, if I came out and I was shitty in the ring this past week, like, yeah, yeah, people would have talked shit about, it, but nobody would have really cared because everybody likes Hit Row. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, so you're like, you're hundred percent right about I, that. I do want to say, as awesome as you were, the moment where uh, Tahuti Ashanti just goes crazy and you like have to pull him off, that was awesome too. Like, I just uh, both of you were fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I. You know, shout out the guy who came up with that idea. That was a great idea. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, I wonder who it could have been, bro. When when uh, when you see Kevin Owens tweeting about you, oh <laughs> dude, I was dude. That was what gave for me is that like 
you know me, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. My whole in-ring persona is hood Kevin Owens. Like, I'm a bigger, you know, right. bigger version of it. But I'm a hood Kevin Owens is what I, ever since I saw Kevin Owens in Dewburn's Arena, I was like, that's what I, that's who I would be in the ring. Talking shit the whole time, running his mouth. I'm better than you and I know it. And yeah, you see this chubby dude, but guess what? I'm as athletic as they come and I can do some really cool things. And I'm, you know, like perfect example. Three of my, I, I did, I had four, I did four moves in the match on Tuesday. Four. One was a clothesline and the other three had never been done on WWE TV. Like, I, 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 want, I want to be an innovator just like everybody else. Uh, you know you, perhaps you might say you're different. Nah, yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I, that, I, I intentionally, and one of my moves I had never even done before, I just saw it on uh, My Hero Academia, and I was like, I could probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's is that really is that really? Lexi is going to love that you just said that she's so obsessed <laughs> yeah. with that show. Literally, literally, literally the uh, the 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 arm whip over my head on Tony Nice. Never done that before. I just <laughs> I had I had saw I had saw Deku do that to Bakugo on My Hero Academia, and I was like, hmm, I'm huge. I could definitely do that. <laughs> and and then went out on TV the following week and did it. Oh, that's so cool! That's so cool, man. <laughs> like you know, so what I'm saying good. like that's the thing is that like the, the 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 creative juices that I get to use because I'm so huge, bro. There's nothing like it. Like there, there there's like I could have did a I, I could have did a beal there and it would have been just as cool. But like it's not the moves; it's how you make yours stand out. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I wanted to do it that way. And wow. you know, the the one of the main things people come is like. Yo, that that first move you did to Tony from the corner looked incredible. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's almost like that was the point. You know what right. I'm saying? That's the way it's supposed to be. By, by the way, I'm just checking. Glenn, uh, are you aware of who the NXT tag champions are right now? Oh no, remind me remind me who the NXT cha- tag champions are right now, Brandon. Who who is that? Uh someone called MSK. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well they, I mean they're they're okay. I mean they're they're all right, right? In fact, what a match that would be! <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. I you mean, know, the funny thing is, it's like, like you know, you know how the business goes. I don't even know what the hell's what the hell. By the way, if if if, if anybody is listening and wants proof that AJ does not give away what's going on, we had told him that whenever he was going to have his first match, we would fly down to be there. We obviously were not there. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I didn't know I was having my first match until like a couple days before. Man, man. But, so now we'll make it up. The first takeover match. Yep. Your first takeover match, we will be there. We will make sure, come hell or high water, that we if we've got to... If we got to get arrested in the process trying to break into wherever the event's being held, we will be there. Um, but that, If it's June 12th, we might have to drive. Hey, man, whatever we got to do in order to pull it off, we'll do it. That's the way it'll go. We'll do it to pull it off, man. We will get there. However, yeah, we got to be there, man. But I'm glad you guys. I'm glad you guys liked it. And the cool thing to me is that, like, you know, I'm a wrestling fan, and like, like I have been my whole life. And like, as a wrestling fan, like. You know, I've played WWE creations and I've done these crazy storylines on the video games and like always thought that I had a really good mind for this business. But like 
to see that something that I came up with is, you know, realistically speaking, we've cut one promo, had one match, and we're one of the hottest things in wrestling. Killing. Like, killing. That's about, that's the, oh, that's really, and then you got guys that I looked up to, like Kevin Owens being like, yo, you guys are, you guys are legit. Like, come on, man. Like, what more, what more proof do I need that it's, I'm on the right track? What he's trying to say is for all of you parents that think your kids are spending too much time playing video games, no, no. It's right. going to come, it's going to prove to be useful one day yep. when they end up getting this position. Uh, quick, yep. quickly, because uh, I know you got to run, but um, the the you know we can admit now like that the show has already been aired. There, that was not that wasn't legit with the Persian clubs. Just go ahead and tell us that like you would they they were it was a dummy set. You had practiced nope. a little bit. Just go ahead no, and admit um, it now. Here's do you want to know the real? I'll tell you the real story behind the Persian clubs. Okay. Here's By the way, happened. this was this was one of the edits from the show. <laughs> here, 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 here's here's what happened with the Persian clubs. Okay, the Persian clubs. The, the the when we get to Bob Backlund's house, the producers are like, you know, Backlund kind of he doesn't want to give us the clubs unless you can do them. And I was like, like well, legit, legit, like he did, <laughs> like he legit did not want to give us the clubs unless I was capable of doing them. And I was like, I mean, I can do them. And they're like, Are you sure? I'm like, <laughs> How much do they weigh? You're like, well, there's 70 pounds, but most of it's loaded at the bottom. I was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, well, you know, we need these for the collection. I'm like, I'm telling you, I've never done it. They were like, have you done it before? I was like, no. They're like, how do you know you can do it? I was like, because I know how much 70 pounds is. Like, <laughs> like, like it's, this, isn't, this won't be the you first time said- this week I've lifted more than 70 pounds. Yeah. Like, you should have said because yeah. I'm me. <laughs> like like and so you know we go out there and it was like a feeling out process the first part like they edited it to make it seem shorter but it was like probably like a minute two minutes where i'm like trying to just understand how to balance them but then once i figured that out i literally like i didn't everybody you watch the clip like when people do the persian clubs like they do it with momentum so the first one's hard but then it gets easier as it goes cuz you're using the momentum yeah i didn't i didn't do that at all i just would use brute strength over my head behind my back back over my head you know what i'm saying like so like the cool thing for me was that that was legit when bob backlund was like not only can you have the Persian clothes, but I think you're going to be the best person to ever do it. I, and I was like, well, that was the coolest yeah, thing cool. anyone's ever that's said. That's pretty freaking cool, you know man. That's pretty like, freaking cool. He said that, you know, um, a legend like Bob Back, he had the WWE title for six years, bro. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Facts. Like, and then lost it to the other guy that did the Persian clubs. Just like, you know what I'm saying? So like, like, like to be like, I think you're going to be the best one to ever do. I'm like, oh, well, that's the coolest thing anyone's ever said. And I want to get out of here before I. <laughs> <my pants. laughs> All right. What's coming up this week? What are we seeing on Sunday nights? Uh, this Sunday is just going to be a rerun of the Mick Foley episode. Okay. Um, but next Sunday on the 30th of May, we have the Jake the Snake episode, and I'll be dropping a clip on my social media very soon from the from when I I met Jake. I met Jake at uh, the bottom floor of his hotel, and I was wearing an Austin three sixteen shirt, so he flipped me off. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, wait, quick question about that. This was filmed in in the summer after, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. This was in that would have been when he. He would have been in AEW at that time. Yeah, I'm, he abs- yes, he absolutely was in the. He was already managing. Uh, what's his name? Archer. Lance. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah, he was already managing him. Like, for the show, like, Vince had to, I know this is, Vince had to clear, like, us doing Jake the Snake. Vince, because he's now, because he was now in AEW. But, you know, Vince has never been one to get in the way of good I mean, business. He so. literally just had Chris Jericho on Stone Cold Steve Austin's yeah, podcast. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, but, yeah, you know, but this was last summer. So people, you know, Vince doesn't pretend that AEW doesn't exist. He just tries to make sure that his talent is greater than sign. Like, you know what I'm no, saying? No, I get it. I get it. But that is, I didn't, I, I didn't done that math either. That's interesting. That's interesting. That'll be cool, man. All right, so that's next Sunday after uh, a week off this week that you'll be able to mm-hmm. see the Jake the Snake episode. All right, brother, anything else you want to tell us? Uh, you guys all suck, and I love you. I love you too. Hey, uh, did you did you were were you cool with the zombie? I love. I don't. I'm. I. I can't believe the reaction that people. I mean, are giving. the zombie like it's. My it's funny because my number one thing when people are always like wrestling's fake and I'm like really are the zombies on Walking Dead real like you watch that don't you <laughs> well, apparently so, so 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 like then like the fact that there were zombies on WWE kind of like kills that argument forever you know because now it's just <laughs> it's like it's like well there are the zombies on WWE real and I'm like shit right, well. <laughs> <laughs> but but no I mean. I, People are like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in wrestling. I'm like, dude. Like, Bro, have you watched? Have you watched? What is it that you like about professional wrestling? The Undertaker was a zombie. He was zombie. a zombie. What I do asked you- the, I, that was another thing they didn't put in the show that I wish that they would have did, like us riding around in the car, me and Taker. And I'm like, so when they come to you about being an undead zombie man, like, what are your original thoughts? Right. <laughs> You're like, yeah. you laugh. Yeah, he laughed. Oh, he was man. like, "I never really thought of it like that." Well, ha- we will, we will need to see, we will need to see that footage at some point. Hey, there's an enhanced episode on Sunday. Yeah, uh, enhanced uh, Mick Foley. That's cool. I thought it was Undertaker. Oh, it was, oh I was told it was Mick Foley. Maybe, it's, maybe it's a little both. Cool. All right. Well, we'll, well look we'll forward to that. We'll get to see some unseen footage Very on Sunday. Cool. So I that's, like that too. We're looking forward I to like that too. All right, brother. We will, uh, we will talk to you. There he goes. He is the main event. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, AJ Francis. All right, pal. Top dollar. Top dollar. Not nada. All right. What's not in the top dollar? Nada. Yeah. See you next. Or see you whenever. I don't know when it'll be. See you whenever. There he goes. There's AJ. Fresh off his uh, in-ring debut on NXT this past week. All right. Um, let's cover the rest of WWE from the week. Let's we, cover. We yep. have breaking news first oh. before uh, oh. we get into the rest Whenever of this. That, that could be relevant to all of us. Okay. Uh, it's getting out there that we have at least a tentative leading location for SummerSlam. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound like breaking news as much as it's... Um, it, I mean, like... what? It, it's relevant to us because apparently it's oh. Las Vegas. Oh! Okay, but but like, what are, what are the details? What do we... The, the details is it's uh, uh, multiple reports. It's definitely going to be in Nevada. WWE is working out the exact facility. They are trying for Allegiant Stadium, but uh, it is going to be in Nevada somewhere. Allegiant Stadium? Yeah, why not? That's, I always assumed they would try to do it. That um, would be amazing. I've, I've honest to God, always assumed that it was going to be a stadium. I mean, we're, we're going, right? Uh, what weekend is it? That would be, what, like the last or second to last weekend August of August? August 22nd. Uh, I'm going to dance. I'm going to, I can't make it. You know what this really is going to come down to is do we need to make a trip to see AJ or not? If we don't, 
then I could probably pull it off. Well, that might be the same weekend. I was going to say that if, that, oh, if they have takeover well, yeah. that weekend. Yeah, I mean, if that's the 12th, case, then yes. I, I, it's probably unlikely that he's on June 12th, but he could be. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. But yeah, uh, if it's if that's if it's the same one, then yeah, we go the old two birds one stone type of treatment for SummerSlam weekend. That would be phenomenal. All right, very good. And now, as far as the rest of what happened, um, look, I I thought. I did actually think that they pulled off the moment with Dominic and Ray pretty well. I actually thought yeah. that worked, mm-hmm. and I thought yep. that it played. And I thought, again, on a card where there wasn't a lot happening, like there, there just was sort of a, it was mostly a card for a card's sake. It managed to stand out as, a, even though you knew it was coming, it still worked as a special moment. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, I'm combining this with the uh, Tamina and Natalia win. I'm, you had two you know, feel-good moments, and I'm surprised that they didn't put either of those on WrestleMania when we kind of came out saying, you know, there wasn't really, you know, there, there was obviously Bianca, but it felt like a WrestleMania could have used one or two more like really good feel-good moments. And it was like, oh, either one or both of those, it felt yeah. like if you had put it on Mania, it would have been like really you, good to have in front of fans. Yeah. You took the words out of my mouth, buddy. I, 100% the Tamina thing should have happened at WrestleMania. Well, nope. in, in particular, when you're dealing with um, it ended up happening on SmackDown. Like, yeah. in, in particular, that. And they tried to play it up like it was, like, you know, this huge moment. It's like, I, I get why you're saying that, but how big it would have actually been that if you did it three weeks or ago or whenever that was, four weeks ago. I, I you know, here's where, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll almost pull an Aaron but I'll I'll tie it back together. The Tamina thing has not hit with me the way that that I that I feel like it not going to say it should, but it's specifically because unfortunately Tamina has been such a nothing over the course of her career mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel the same way as someone who's been grinding and grinding and grinding and finally breaks through. This is more like a oh right she still works here type of moment and that's it's it's probably unfair to her as a performer it's not unfair to her character that it didn't strike me as being as as big as maybe they'd want it to be and in that way I thought it was actually kind of appropriate just because I I don't have any emotional feelings about Tamina I think they've done a good job in telling the story I mean I do I think that they've the, the last couple of months they've presented her well but the truth is, Tamina has been a, a zero. I mean, she's she's barely been a WWE character for as long as she's been in the company. So I just don't have some, boy, she's really been owed this moment or she's deserved this moment. I've got no feelings to Tamina whatsoever. This is the first time I felt anything to Tamina. So it just didn't, it didn't play with me as a big moment in the same way. They think it's a big emotional they've played it they play oh, it I mean, they've, and, they've, and, and again this is the best this is the best they've ever presented her by far oh yeah no i mean I, but but my point is and actually by the way i think it would have worked based on how she was getting the reaction at wrestlemania which at the time took me back because as uh, you know right i, I kind of tongue-in-cheek said it like it might be the first tamina chant ever right um right um but like i think it, it I, I based on that i think it would have worked and and they certainly think that it's a big emotional moment or at least playing it off as one well, so right. or or as at least some sort of emotional moment whether they you know i, I don't know how big again maybe if they really thought it was going to be a big emotional moment they would have done it at at wrestlemania i don't know i just it the mysterio thing worked for me 
not just because it's the father and son thing. Like that again, we've they've been around each other for a long time. So like we know their father and son. It's more about they 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 haven't I expected them to force Dominic Mysterio on us more. Instead, they created a thing where we've gotten to know him. We've liked some of the stuff they did. I, I thought that some of the Romeo Juliet stuff and the interactions with Murphy, I thought all of that, I said every week, I thought they were pulling it off and it was it was quite good. But they did create a vibe where like, this isn't just about whether or not Ray and Dominic win the belts together. It really was about like, Dominic needs to do something. Like, he he needs to matter. He needs to accomplish something that sort of justifies his billing as mattering because he's Rey Mysterio's son. So I thought they managed to accomplish a couple of things in the process. Yes, the story they told with Dominic getting attacked, I, I don't know that it was necessary, but it worked. It helped in adding to all of it and making him look better in the process and sort of being a hero. But I, I thought the story ended up being more than just this is a cool moment because father and son are winning tag t- titles together. It really was, to me, a story about Dominic. And that was necessary at this point if Dominic is going to be a significant player for a long time to come. Yeah, I, I think it worked. Um, you know, I, I'm still a little lukewarm on Dominic as a whole, but, yeah, you know, yeah. there's something there. And if there's going to be something, you know, absolutely, you got to move it in this And, and that's the point. The point being, like, they, they got to get me there. They got to get me there with Dominic. And they, they created that made this feel more urgent to me. It felt urgent to me on Sunday night that Dominic win because if he doesn't, we are kind of at a point where like, why do I give a shit about Dominic Mysterio? Why, why does he matter? And, and again, this doesn't finish that problem to your point, Aaron, this doesn't, this alone does not make us say, well, Dominic's the best and I want to tune in every week to see what he does, but it can be a step in that process in order to get him there I, I do want to present something that maybe i don't know how to express and maybe you can help me with this so my problem with dominic problem is a strong word my hesitance Lu- lukewarmness <laughs> yeah with dominic is that and maybe this is purposeful for now you know and in in and maybe we'll look back on this in a few months and be like, wow, that was really smart that they did this. He feels so segregated from the rest of the show that it hurts his credibility to me. Like, it's like he works in this part of the show and that's it. Right. And he never is part of anything else. And like, I don't know. It's, it's this weird feeling I, I have. I, I, that, I don't that, I don't know that I agree with that only because again the story they they did a, a pretty significant story that he was a part of but to what, was, what but you, it's not like that but recently he was involved with like multiple tag teams it wasn't just a single story well yeah no, but, but it's, it's like kept in its own little corner it's like well, it's but, like what, what they it, did with it, Daniel I, Bryan for a while it's like mm, he's here and same with Ray and I'll, I think what you're def- Ray what, this, what you're, you're saying is he's only he's only around in things that Ray Mysterio is involved with and sure. and that is and it, uh, I'll make a comparison, but then I'll tell you why I disagree. The comparison that I would make is the Darby Allen problem, right? Like that right now you'll only keep Darby Allen involved with whatever Sting whatever Sting's doing. That's a huge problem. Except it's, that Ray elevates it, Don- that exactly Dominic. right. That's exactly Dominic isn't Darby. Do- Dominic kinda needs that right now because on his own, he doesn't matter. 
and they still have work to do to make him matter. And, and Ray can still go. <laughs> right. Oh, exactly. Right. Right. Ray is not Sting. Um, that's a, and it's a it's a significant difference. That's a very good point. Um, that to me, I I, I know what you're saying. I don't think you, I think what you're defi- the presence of Ray Mysterio means that's all we kind of know about Dominic. I d- that day is going to come. There's going to be a Dominic versus Ray match. There's going to be a moment where Dominic has to move out of the shadow of his father. But we're not there yet, probably because he's not there yet. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, he's, I mean, he's like, 24, can, by the way. But I think you can add to that. Like, like when they do the stuff that they have done with him has been, um, okay. So it's the Seth Rollins Murphy stuff. And then, and then it's pretty much right into this, right? No, there were a couple other things. I mean, they were just working as a tag team for a little while, as Aaron so, pointed yeah, out. He was bouncing around the tag. Feel, yeah. So I, so I guess it feels though. Yeah, because they lost to Otis and stuff. But I, I guess it feels to me like those two big storylines were so long and sort of had their own segment on the show. Like, it doesn't feel like he's like a wrestler vying to wrestle in the company. It feels like he's part of this story. Okay, now he's part of the. Like, I don't know how to describe this, but like. Well, it, it, it's he's Ray's guy right now. He is Correct. Dominic Mysterio does not have a character besides right. being Ray's son but, at but the I moment. Would, yep. But I would also say the same thing about Ray. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying the same thing about Ray. But that's okay. It's, that's where Ray Mysterio should be at this point in his career. Right, right, like, right, right. Like, that's, okay. the, that's the purpose of Ray. Like, the, Ray, Ray Mysterio doesn't need to be. Uh, Ray Mysterio I mean, can unless always. Unless you're a top, top guy, in general, you're not bouncing around multiple storylines. If, if, if they wanted to throw Rey Mysterio into a qualifying match for Money in the Bank, they could do that because he's Rey right. Mysterio. And, and it's it's the mistake would be putting him in Money in the Bank. Like that, yeah, I, guess, I guess they did do that well, with Dominic. They did Dominic. last year. Yeah, they did do that with Dominic, right? Was he in the... No, yeah. well, Rey was in Money in the Bank. Yeah, right? well, Dominic was in a qualifying match for something. He was either in Money in the Bank or some other match, but he was... I don't know if it was he made it to the match, but he definitely was in like a qualifying match but, for one but of but those. But the point being, like this, this right now to me is all still okay. It, this has not become neutering in part because I just don't know that we know that Dominic can do more than that yet. I mean, we've we've been told by some other people that he's a performer and that you know he can go, but we just haven't seen that from him yet. And I think that's okay. To Aaron's point, he's still young. You know, he's not he's not eighteen, but he's still young. There's still plenty of time to get that figured out. And this. Like, this feels more like a really smart evolution of someone that you think might end up being a helpful piece for a long time to come, but you're just not certain of that yet. Of anything, I would say they've probably handled him about as well. They didn't They didn't force feed him down our throat individually as being scary important just because he's his father's son, and they've made it work. They made us interested. We We got a neat moment out of it. And there's there's still room to grow and build. I more than anything, I think I give him credit for this. I think that in reflecting on all of it, this is about what we should ask of how you handle someone in this circumstance. It's worked. He's moving forward. He hasn't been hurt in any of this, and there is still room to get there. Now, if they don't, that's a different problem, obviously, right? Like you you'll deal with that eventually. But so far, to me, so good with with Dominic Mysterio, and it created a neat moment. And then you do whatever you want to do with them, and then you set up an inevitable Dominic versus Ray match. And then once Dominic gets over Ray, you allow him to be whatever he's going to be moving forward. I, I think the I think the roadmap is pretty is pretty so- solid. I mean, I, I I'm I'm yeah. pretty on board with it. 
Um, and now you got the titles, you start building his character. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, I guess Kofi's the guy now. Um, I, is you know, he? Well, you still think that Drew's... Uh, uh, I, I, I think this is going to lead to, to you know, a, a Raw two weeks from now, Bobby gets the win over, and then by Hell in a Cell, it's Drew again. Yeah, I, I mean, if that's the... Uh, that's unjustifiable. I mean, it's just... It's unjustifiable to go back to, to Drew again. I. No, Drew needs to go to SmackDown. I I don't disagree with any of that. And, and I get that the argument is Drew didn't get pinned, so he didn't. I mean, I that was the purpose. And you have of all a Hell in a Cell paper, right? And that's where the idea the Hell in a Cell is supposed to be a blow off spot. It never has been. So wait, so you're telling me you're getting Bobby versus Kofi at Hell in a Cell? No, he's no. I'm saying you're getting Bobby versus Kofi in two weeks on Raw, and then you're getting Drew and Bobby at Hell in a Cell. Oh. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just unjustifiable to go back to Drew again at this point. It's just it, you can't. You you gotta move I, on. I'd be okay with no title match at Hell in a Cell. Well, it's kind of well, or or a match not in the Hell in a Cell. R- right. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever it is. It, I, I, Aaron, are you? Is what you're saying most likely? Yeah, probably. I would probably come around to most likely. I would say. I would be okay. I there's no reason to have a Bobby Lashley Kofi match in a Hell in a Cell match. But well, actually, you could argue that you'll get Roman Cesaro and Rhea Charlotte. Well, you're not getting Roman Cesaro. You're How getting Cesaro Seth. Like yeah, I mean, at the end of the paper. Yeah, oh, okay, 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 okay. So, Seth. okay, but but even so, Cesaro Seth in the cell. Sure. And and you get uh, Charlotte and Rhea. I think that satisfies the cell. Sure. And if you want to throw in Roman Jimmy as well. By the way, I mean, okay, we'll get no, we'll get into that. I don't want to jump off the topic. Keep, keep going. I'm sorry. Well, I just remind me about. Well, I mean, Cesaro. we can we can we, need to talk about we can lump them all in together. It's fine. Um, okay. I, yeah, I don't. Roman Roman Jimmy in a cell. I don't. I don't know. I, I think you do it. You play it back to last time we saw Jimmy. It right. was in, in the Hell in a Cell match. It yeah, was him attacking was, Jimmy that's actually, in the cell. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. That's fine. I, I actually might push for that at this point that now that you bring that up because it does complete completes the wrong word it does continue the story considering what happened last year i i am but i am in a weird place with it i'm in a weird place with what are we doing and is it leading back to jay or not and and that's and if it is when and yeah but like so if so let's say the similar situation happens he beats the crap out of Jimmy, so Jay has to decide if he's okay with him. Just right. Absolutely yes. Him. Right. Correct. But is that to go to Jay at SummerSlam? And if it is, is it to go to Jay to win? Because my my answer would be: the longer you keep this going and keeping the thing lingering with Jay, the more I desperately want Jay to be the one that 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 beats him. And I'm not so sure that I believe yet that they're going to let him do that. I and tell you what, in a perfect world, at a, if you got Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, that's where you bring in The Rock. You have Roman beat The Rock, and then you can still push that into into WrestleMania season. And then you could have Jay. But that makes if, it, if you're doing this Jimmy thing that, now, that's, you have to pull the trigger that's, on Jay That's where I'm at. Like This is this is why I'm struggling with this. I'm good. I, everything you're saying about why you do Roman Jimmy in a Hell in a Cell makes sense. But it only makes sense to me if it's to spin to Jay. And if you're not spinning to Jay, or if, or if it's, yeah, we'll spin to Jay, but it's just to... Have him kick Jay's ass and then keep moving on to whenever we have Drew McIntyre beat him in the future. 
I'm I'm out on that. I mean, this is a, this is a dangerous game that you're playing. Where, but but, but you're right. That's a hundred percent possible. And that's and I don't I don't like that. That that's going to make me not like any of it and make me say just don't do it. Just don't. The, the the real problem with how you've set this up is, I the more you go there, the more I want it to be Jay. And I get it. I was the guy that wanted to be Jay originally, right? So it it makes it tough. But you've done nothing to make me want it to be Jay any less. And if you're not planning on that, and the longer he's champion, the tougher it is for me to buy that. Like, you're, you're getting it to a point where he's been champion for so long that they think that the guy that's beating him has got to be someone that it's more important for. And I struggle with them believing that Jey Uso is the answer to that question, which goes back to why I just wish they would have done it in the build-up to WrestleMania. It wouldn't have been such a prolonged run at that point that that moment had to be for someone that they planned on using it with for the next three years. That for the next three years, they were going to be the guy that ended Roman Reigns' you know, reign of terror, if you will. It At this point, he's been champion for long enough that it's pretty clear that the guy that beats him, it's going to be a part of that person's story for some time. It's, it's supposed to be a Brock Lesnar beating The Undertaker type of situation, and I'm struggling with the idea that they would let Jay, Jimmy or Jay Uso have that. It's... I mean, agree. It's again storyline versus what we know about WWE. Is you know goes back to the Cesaro conversation we had a few weeks ago, where in an ideal world Cesaro would have been great, but you know we know WWE. I, I think that again, if, if you're doing Jimmy here, you almost have to do Jay. The question is, is it? You know, going back to Jay would you know suck if it's just a rush thing to have him lose. And then, you know, what are they doing at SummerSlam? I, it popped into my head when Seth Rollins came out last night that they were going to start teasing even more the Seth Rollins face turn and then Seth Roman at SummerSlam, which I still think is possible. But Jimmy and Jay do, you know, provide some uh, a, a better storyline to go and, and would be hard to get away from that for Seth. I 100% don't want Seth Rollins. I, I, I am really struggling with... You're going to do a Seth face turn when he never accomplished anything as a heel? He's not going to accomplish anything as a heel, apparently. Like, he's not winning. I mean, I, I just don't know. They're 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 teasing it. I, in, in what way are they teasing it? They, they had that segment to, was it two weeks back or whatever, that the meeting afterwards where you had Seth kind of staring at the title the entire time. And then they time. literally had Seth Rollins attempt him. Face. But because they, he's facing Roman. If he's facing no, no, Roman, no, no, he no. has to be a face. No, doesn't but the, work for me. They had him attempt to murder Cesaro on Sunday Yeah, night. well, Man. and that's why I said when he came out, I thought they were going to go that way. And yeah, it's going to be really tricky after you face Cesaro unless Cesaro knocks some sense into him. I mean, I get where you would say they just think that Roman Reigns Seth Rollins is money, and so they just want to do yes. it for the sake of doing it. I, I understand that thought process, yeah. but boy, it creates a far bigger problem. It, before he turns, he has to accomplish something as a heel, or else this will go down as one of the... like. Well, I, I mean, that's what this is what was my argument back when we were talking about the the WrestleMania match, and I said, you know what, it's not that crazy to have Seth win because Seth has to win something as a heel. Well, I mean, I hear you, but I mean, I, I mean, I know what he's going to win. He's going to win Money in the Bank. I mean, that to me, that's the most obvious thing. If, if we're going to say that he's going to get something, because that could position him in a way in this without having to be a face. 
I don't want the person with the briefcase chasing Roman. I think that's a well, no, no, no. no I, but he also I doesn't think have gonna to either. chase him. It's going to be like this shit that they're doing right well, now. I, I don't want that lurking over Roman. I, I Why? think that's better on Roman because I think Ro- Roman's character again. You you kind of have the he doesn't lurking have to over. cash in on him. It could I, ca- what, it, by the time they cash in, Roman could be on Raw or something. You know what I mean? I mean like. I'm just saying. It, okay, it, that's fine. As, as long as Ro- Roman doesn't get cashed in on, I agree. Oh, I, with no, that. I definitely don't think you're cashing in on Roman. But yeah, no. I, I, I mean, Seth Rollins would be a very logical choice to win the Money in the Bank, and it would go a long way to at least justifying that he accomplished something during the course of his his heel turn. But my God, well, I mean, th- otherwise, this if they were spinning back to him as a face for SummerSlam, this would literally be one of the worst heel runs in the history of professional wrestling. I mean. It was a giant ball of nothing. I mean, I guess it's not. Yes. It, if we're separating post Monday Night Messiah, like if we separate when he returned. Oh, I mean, I, I, I think you can. I mean, Monday Night Messiah was cool, but again, he didn't win. He didn't any, do anything. He didn't but, it, but, it, anything but at least he Monday was Night relevant. Messiah. At least he was. No, at least he won Rey Mysterio's eyeball. Yeah, he did. He did. That did happen. <laughs> but then Rey ended up beating him in that. Yeah, feud, that, did, so. that did happen. Um. Yeah. Okay. So we're there. I mean, we've covered all that. Anything else WWE wise, or can we move on because we get we're gonna start getting up against time wise. Well, two two quick things. One, I think what they're doing right now with Sheamus is absolutely brilliant, and it's working. I think it's um, working. I don't know if I would say it's brilliant, but I think it's working. I think it's brilliant in a way that okay. Here's I just want to step back for a second. Take Sheamus, Bobby Lashley, and Roman Reigns, and overall they took three people that for the most part, people were pretty blasé about and made them important and made it work and made them look like a million dollars. So I'm going to I'm going to put him in the third rung of those three people that if a year ago weren't as relevant as they are right now. And I'll take Seamus a step further and say, my God, the matches that he had with Ricochet were unbelievable. I mean, that was probably the best match on the show. It was in the pre-show. I mean, that match was crazy, and the one on Raw was just might have been better, actually, now that I think about it. So I, I really like that. And Cesaro, real quick, um, wh- I, I thought that didn't deliver. I mean, di- what did you guys think about that? I, I thought it delivered the way it was supposed to, which it delivered specifically for Roman Reigns. I thought... It, it- it was okay. It just wasn't as good of a match as I expected. I don't know. I, it, was, I, it was good. I thought it was good, and I thought Roman looked great winning. I, I mean, I, I'm disappointed that it, you know, you, you have Cesaro lose cleanly and then immediately get pulled from the title picture, but, I mean, like, the match itself was good. Yeah, I, I thought the oh, match... Oh, 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 this is what I wanted to say. So, okay, a little disappointed, thought it was good, but the opportunity that they have to keep him going at hell in a cell that is a tremendous if they would if they would make that a hell in a cell match with him and rollins that would be something we've never seen from cesaro before i think that's i think that should be the hell in the cell match for that reason like if you're serious about cesaro i'm i'm feud of course it should be in hell yeah i'm 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 certainly fine with that i gotta be honest with you though like i the the part that you're talking about i had no problem with Cesaro losing cleanly and and it's not I like Cesaro but we were kidding ourselves thinking that anything like he's he's not the story no matter how much we want him to be he's not the story here the story is Roman like that was the point and so 
I was totally good with him losing cleanly. I the only offensive part to me was I was not excited. Not, I don't need more Seth Rollins Cesaro in my life at this point. Like I I was good just being moved on from that. And so it not only did it not feel big when it was when it, when he came out at the end, it felt the exact opposite of that. It felt kind of like a turd. It was to me the only really bad part of the show was the thing that they felt was the most important thing to end the night on felt like a giant nothing to me. Like, oh. It was super strange to do that at the pay-per-view instead of the next week. Yeah, just, I agree. Just do it. Super strange. Exactly right. Exactly right. Do it on Friday. Do it. I, I mean, it. It. I was. I, I mean, it, it made it out to be that Roman wasn't the story. The story was Cesaro and Seth. Yeah, that was bizarre. <laughs> I, well, I, I got to be I gotta be honest with you. The story at the end like, of the night. I mean, specifically in the match. The match. The, no, 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 but uh, I, I'm just saying, like, the, 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 you know, the, the final shot of the night is, right. is what WWE wants you to, to think of going forward, and it was Seth, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, that's not really the case. It's just, I mean, it, it, it should be, but it's not. It hasn't been that way every time. I mean, it's, you know, especially in this, in the WWE Network era, particularly, we have not always gotten that, but in, it didn't work. It just didn't work. It felt like nothing. I mean, it, it just really felt like a oh. It felt like it felt like an instant demotion, which is exactly what it is for Cesaro. Yeah, I mean, it. it I agree that it felt like an instant dem- demotion, but it, it wasn't even specifically about the demotion thing. If it had been someone else, and I was like, oh, that's cool, you know, like I could react to that. This really felt just like, oh, we're going. We got to go back to that. I thought we had right, moved right. on from that. Yeah. I yeah. I thought we were done. We're, we we got to this this felt like just hitting rewind on on a on a movie. I it really did. Yeah, I mean it just ugh, it He's was beat him twice, right? I, I I had no idea that we were still that there was anything that still needed to be told in a he beat him at WrestleMania and SmackDown. So if this isn't a Hell in a Cell match, like you have to think that's the only reason they did this. Well, I mean right? it's that yeah, right they're setting up a Hell in a Cell, but I'm just not. I got to be honest with you, I'm not really interested in the Hell in a Cell. I've Right, right, but do you know what I'm saying? Because they just decided that Hell in a Cell is in June now. Right now, they had to like reverse engineer something because yeah, you got to get the feuds in there. I right, oh, boy, it was it was a giant nothing, man. It really was such a nothing. All right, um, anything else in WWE? Can we move on to AW? Sure. Okay, thank you. We're we're adding a a new television show that I'm not going to watch. Um, <laughs> I, and it's this. This is and this is not an AEW thing. This is what I said. I'm. I can't. I don't You're have tapped. more room. I don't have any more room. It, if I, it'll be interesting to see what this show is. This feels it's set up to be a show that we're not going to have to watch. Um, Friday at ten. So. A Friday ten o'clock show says it's another show for a show's sake, but the stuff that matters is not going to be on the Friday night ten o'clock show. Unless so, they make this like guys bleeding Friday at. Friday Live, which could be the case. I mean, it could be the case. This wasn't the old ECW show at night. It was. A, I, it like, was a I, Friday night thing. I don't remember if it was a ten o'clock show. Like I could see someone being romantic about that because that's what AEW is full of people like that, and and being like, this can be our like edgy show or whatever. Uh, so, so sure. Which, by the way, if that's that the case, be, sure, why not? I mean, yeah. that's fine. Or it could just be we have it's all not a criticism. I'm just as, like, as it's interesting to see. As we talked about, they 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 put it. They they think that solving the problem is putting more people in it, and then they have too many people, and they just need something else for these people to do because they have too many people, and they're just sort of standing around. Otherwise, Joey Janela is going to be on next week's show. When was the last time you saw Joey Janela? 
months ago. And when Joey Janela came to AEW, it was supposed to be the a, a big, like a, a significant part of the company. Um, they got a. I mean, that's a problem. I. I'm not. This isn't an AEW thing. I don't have room for another show. It, they're not selling me on it being a show that's important enough for me to care. But do they get another show? Sure. I mean, so there's that. And 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 better that than it. It sounds like what happened was they really wanted to add a third hour, and they were like, "You want to add a third hour of dynamite?" And they said, "No, let's get another show," which is much better than a third hour of dynamite. I I, did, I completely agree. There's nothing. I do not yeah. need a three hour but, professional wrestling show. But, on by the way, the one thing the one thing I will say about this, and maybe this is a me thing, right? Maybe I'm a loser or something. But like. If there's ever a time where I'm most likely to watch a live wrestling show, it actually is Friday at 10 o'clock. Why? Or any night. At 10, because that's when my family goes to sleep and I'm sitting there like, oh, well, what that's, do I do? I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm watching the show I DVR'd earlier. <laughs> like, that's, that's well, the difference. Right. Well, right. But if it's Friday, there, you know, I, I, I watch There's a chance he actually the... watched SmackDown Live and he's looking for something to watch at 10. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, like, I, yeah. look. Will will I will I put it in the DVR for a little while? Maybe. And like, if I happen to come, I will not. It will not be a priority to me that when we tape this show, I had to have watched. In the same way that it's not a priority for me that I've watched NXT UK. It's not a priority for me that I've watched 205 Live. And it's no offense, they're they're probably doing great things on those shows. I, it's just not a priority for me, and no one has seemed to suggest that it needs to be. So until yeah, it is suggested we that it needs to be, that will be the group that it finds itself in. We kind of texted about this a little bit, but I think we were all spitballing like, "What's two hundred five live going to be like that first week? Is uh, is it going to oh, be yeah. uh, do they, do they Johnny Gargano, Crow, then, right. be Rey Mysterio?" Right. And... right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they might very well, and if they do, God bless. The the two hundred and five man battle royal. Correct. Something <laughs> along those lines. Um, it is weird to me that like they know they're moving to TBS, and yet the next couple of months when they can't be on TNT. They're not just putting the show on TBS. The, I'm guessing it's they don't like the the Turner doesn't want anything to go up against it. The the playoffs, you mean? Yeah. I mean maybe, but it, it, it you would think we're moving the show to TBS anyway. I don't know. It would seem like there would that, be some that, synergy yeah, there. Yeah, that's why my, my logical solution is they don't want to put anything against the playoffs. That's their bread and butter. But like when, once they have, when they, starting next year, have the hockey playoffs and the NBA playoffs, the, like the, if it's next year the show's on TBS and they got a basketball playoff game on TNT, they're going to be on against the basketball playoffs. I, I understand that. I This makes no sense why they're voluntarily, and I mean, understandably, Next week they're on Friday night at ten o'clock, and the 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 sh first of all, I don't, I still don't know why they're not running. What is the deal with them not running a live show this week? Why, like, it's alarming to me when their jump cuts are so quick and it's so obvious that they're not live. That I'm like, what what is the reason for that? I don't get it. But next week they're just announcing to you, we're not going to try. We're not really going to do. We'll do a TV show on Friday night at ten o'clock. But you saw what they announced. They're not trying next Friday night. It's a but. Well, they're doing like a half an hour show, right? On Wednesday, at least that's what TNT says. Are they on I... my guide? It says they're on for a half an hour, seven to seven thirty. Oh, then that's not that's that's a that's going to be a, a, a double or nothing preview. Oh, show. right, right, right. That that's that, not a they're right. they're doing they're doing a Friday night show at ten o'clock, a dynamite. But they I mean they they ran through all the it's Miro against a guy you've never heard of. It's 
it's a it's a it's a lot of that for next Friday night. They're not really doing a show. They're doing a show for the sake of doing a show. I'm just I'm very it, it is one of the eternally confusing things that they would announce that they're going to be moving to another network. That network is available and they wouldn't just put the show on that network now and say this is where you're going to be finding us in a in 6 months. Like I I I don't get it because they're not they clearly are not trying next Friday night. They're just doing it for the sake of doing it so they can announce they had a dynamite that week. It's a it's a very strange bit. That being said, as far as the actual show itself is concerned, um the the I, it, this was largely a show that existed for the sake of existing, which ain't great when you're doing that not even that next week. This was not particularly important and felt more like just sort of getting along to whenever your pay-per-view is. I think the most alarming thing was it was one more reminder of just how little they think of Darby Allen. Um, It's an eternal problem. I I don't know what that's all about. And I can't, it's a chicken and the egg thing for me too. Does the Darby Allen problem exist because of Sting or did Sting create the Darby Allen problem? I think it was there before. I mean, you had a problem with Darby before Sting. I didn't have a. I, I mean, oh, oh, you think they didn't think much of Darby? I mean, Sting. I don't think they presented him as a huge star before. I think Sting was their way of trying to, which I think is extremely misguided. But I think, I don't know, man. I I, I think that. Gosh, I don't. I don't know how. This, I, I I don't get the feeling that. They see him as like in the top ten percent or fifteen percent of their company. Oh, I mean the 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 way they've handled this certainly would suggest that. I just I'm 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 hoping that they were so misguided on Sting that this was just a misplay related to Sting. That they in their heart of hearts genuinely believed it made Darby more relevant, right? Yeah. And that they they just have no idea what they're doing, and they don't understand, and and like that's the miss. I'm terrified that it really is more of what you're saying, which is we just don't give a shit about Darby, and we have to pretend like Sting's a thing, and so we'll just stick them together, and that'll be what it is. It's 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 alarming how quickly Darby lost a belt and doesn't give a shit. It's alarming how unconcerned he is about that and that he's just willing to pretend like doing Sting's bidding is is as important or as meaningful. That that reeks of we just will never will never give a fuck about this character. It reeks of this person is irrelevant to us. It was bad when he had the belt and had to be babysat by Sting. This is somehow even worse than that. You lost, and there's not even a glimmer of disappointment. It's there's, what they did with Orange Cassidy, it, except he didn't have. Right, it. I was gonna say he never like won. Was, he never won a belt. I mean, he this didn't is have it, but it was the same thing. It was like he didn't they, like. It was just like okay, now now he's to be fair know, for Orange Cassidy. That kind of fits his character. That's I fair. mean, it fits more. I mean, like more, I guess it does. But you know, it was similar. It, I I don't disagree that there is a similarity there that we. I have to pretend like I'm more interested in this than the amazing thing that I was doing. 
that that's horrible. I mean, it, it's it speaks to you don't care about the character, and it it screamed at me that if the to me there was a chance the problem was I just don't know what to do with Sting, so let's give him the Darby Allen and figure out if that can be a thing. But the moment that you have Darby Allen lose the belt and pretend like he's more concerned about Sting and Sting shit than he is about himself says everything you need to know. This this guy is not I it's a problem, but I've it's been a problem and now it's just screaming at me what a problem it is. It's it's really a, a horrendous horrendous treatment of someone that should be a top star in your company. Um otherwise I don't know. It was a show that happened. They're teasing Christopher Daniels retiring, which I, I, I don't know how to say this in the nicest way. I like Christopher Daniels, but this is about the time that Christopher Daniels should probably be retiring. So I, it's not working for me to like tease this and then have it be something else because there's just not anything else that I want to see Christopher Daniels do. Okay, not everybody wants. I like Christopher Daniels. Uh, You know, I've watched him for God knows how many years now. So it's, I'm not going to say it's hit. I'm not going to say it's great. It's, it's a nothing for me. Well, but I mean, like, is, do do you care if Christopher Daniels continues on as a singles performer? Yeah, I I kind of do actually. Okay. I, I I do. I, I still enjoy watching Christopher Daniels work. Like, do, am I, will I be devastated when he retires? No, no but, but I, I still enjoy watching Christopher Daniels. Work. Okay, but do you, I mean, let me ask this. It, it'll, it, it will be a thing for me, a little bit of a thing for me when he retires. Okay, yes. but that's a different, retiring to me is interesting. The other side is not interesting. And that's threatening retirement is only interesting if I don't want him to retire, right? And I don't want him to retire. And that's the part where we separate. I, are, are you interested in knowing what they don't have room for in AEW are you interested in what they would be doing with Look, Christopher Daniels in AEW if he doesn't retire? I don't know because we've never seen what Christopher Daniels. I mean, he's been on Dark all the time. That's the point. We've never even seen like, him on Dynamite. But that's my so, point. Like, I do yeah, you, I mean, but that's the thing. That's why it's a nothing to me. It's I, I don't dislike it. I don't like it's a nothing. To me. But do you genuinely believe that they would do something interesting with Christopher Daniels as a singles performer in AEW? I think him wrestling is interesting to me. So, okay. I'd, I'd rather him wrestle than not wrestle. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I would I would rather him be in in S in SCU. Like th- oh, that's fair. this is the problem. I the thing that was that worked for me was I could see Christopher Daniels as part of SCU and that was fun and that was a good time. This I, I mean this this smells to me like he's a guy that'll show up in in battle royal matches and on dark for a long time and that's just not interesting to me. Like that doesn't. I, I, I am not of the belief that they're going to do something compelling singles-wise with Christopher Daniels. Sure. So I, I, the threatening to have him retire, my answer is like, okay. And if those are my two scenarios, on one side he retires and the other side he's irrelevant, like, it might be more interesting if he just retires. Like, I, I'm just being honest about that. Is there anything else we feel the need to say? Not really. Boy, we really came to a kind of really came to a screeching halt this week, boys. We really came. Well, to I, I mean, there wasn't a, there wasn't anything good. It wasn't anything bad at AEW and NXT. I mean, it was cool that Bronson uh, won the title. And God, Indy needs some acting lessons if they're going to have her do these segments. Yeah, that was rough. I, I'm not. I'm not. I am not. I, w- I wish I was a bigger Bronson fan. You know, like I wish I was. I I think he's he's big. <laughs> Like I think he's really he, he's big. He's won me over a t- he's won me over a tiny bit, 
but that's not saying. Yeah. Like, I, I'm still not really into him. Like I, I think I'm more into him now than maybe when he debuted in those ensuing couple of months. But I still there's something missing there. I don't know what it is. Um, the repackage is better than what it was, but I still I, I don't know. But Tony Storm's new finisher was kind of wild. I like and that. Her, I, I'm sure uh, Glenn is very upset not, about her new I'm wardrobe not, choice. Not okay. Not acceptable, but I did appreciate the idea that that's how you know she's a heel. I did appreciate Yeah, that. I'm glad they gave her some some heat back because yeah, right. she was losing a lot. So that was a pretty good match. This We haven't talked about I thought about it was a really her. good Zoe match. Zoe Stark is fucking good. I like I like Zoe Stark. I do, but I, I thought it was a really good match. Um, yeah. I, you know. I, but I think that's what Tony Storm does. Like I think Tony Storm's really good, so I'm not surprised that when you let her go, she's gonna have a really good match. She's really good. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, Aaron, what do you want to plug? Uh, check out Veasan. Veasan. dot com. Uh, I guess uh, Governor Hogan just signed that bill, so gambling will be coming sooner than later. So now's the time. Veasan. dot com. iHeartMedia and follow me on Twitter Look, at the AO. Looking like football season, you'll be able to bet. Uh, that will be a good thing. Uh, Brandon, you guys are announcing shows. Damn right we are, finally. Uh, two big show announcements this week. Uh, actually, three big show announcements this week. Uh, Drive-By Truckers. Love are Drive-By Truckers. August 27th, Ramson Live. Uh, the biggest one is Clutch is returning on December 27th. And put some hair on your ass going to see Clutch. <laughs> yeah. The tickets go on sale uh, this Friday. At 10 a.m. This is a true story. When we did, we did a curling bit one time on the show where we went and competed against another show in curling. And as a joke, I posted, I made a, I made a dummy, I made a fake po- uh, playlist on Spotify. And I said, to get the guys fired up for curling, I put together a, a playlist of all of the manliest songs that I know. And it was just like electric worry 20 times on repeat. <laughs> and then we got in the car to drive down and I made my buddy Matt. I said, well, you're in charge of music on the way down. And he just hit play on the playlist. <laughs> and we never know, because we were talking, and the guys in the back were drinking. And like all of a sudden, like 30 minutes in, I'm like, have you just been playing Electric Worry on repeat for 30 minutes? And he's like, yeah. And I just wondered if you guys would notice. <laughs> so I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. And it worked. We won. We kicked their asses. So there you go. Big- we, we also announced that there's a, a newer artist I'm really excited about called Girl in Red. And uh, that show's not until March of 2022, but she's going to be a pretty significant star. So um, that's uh, also on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Yeah, but the last couple of times you told me about something like that, it ended up being, <laughs> it ended up being nobody's. So I'm not really sure if I'm willing to believe you. <laughs> uh, at, uh, at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Aaron, did you give your Twitter handle or not? Yes, I did. Oh, well, look at you figuring it out. Uh, RamsheadLive.com. At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. At AJ Francis 410 for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Top Dollar. Shot, the, the shot caller. Who better Ooh, than. Hada. Not Nada. Uh, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out? Fuck. We are the we are the whitest people ever. <laughs> That's true.